It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Bill Rossetti back with you guys back home from Indianapolis after what was an amazing week at the scouting combine. Got a chance to meet some of the players and take in some of the press conferences of the coaches. It was uh, an extremely impressive week and extremely uh, amazing week. I loved being out there and I already can't wait to get back out there next year. But we're back here, basically post combine. I mean, as we're recording this, the pod or the combine is still going on. The defensive backs are doing their on-field drills, but for the most part, the combine is over, and now there's really only one big event left for these players before the draft, and that is pro days, which actually start within the next couple of days. I think you know throughout throughout the month of March, and I I think a little bit in April, but for the most part, March is a lot of the pro days. Uh, but it also means mock drafts are just going to become more fast and furious, as if they weren't prevailing enough already. They're really going to start flying now, now that the combine is in the books. And so, mock dra- it's Monday. Might as well get this series back up. Uh, think it have. Or I'm sorry, at least this is the, the first opportunity to do this. So really glad that uh, we are we are here now. So it is Mock Draft Monday. We're going to try to start this. We're going to do a seven-round mock for the Carolina Panthers. Although, really, in effect, it's more of a, a six-round mock because, remember, the Panthers do not have a seventh-round pick right now as they traded that pick to Buffalo. So, in a sense, it's a six-round mock, but we'll, we'll go through the, the, the draft, and we'll do it live, as you know others have on this network have done before, as, as I've done in the past. So, this will be the first for 2019. Uh, but for the first time, instead of using fan speak, and we, you know, we might go back to fan speak, but uh, I'm really intrigued, and I really love the mock draft machine over at the Draft Network, and I think we're going to be using that quite often and for now we will use the tdn we'll use the predictive board for the for the mock draft here i have thought about building my own big board which would be quite interesting but uh, for now we'll use the predictive board and we'll do this live right here with you guys so we'll start right off the bat we're on the clock here round one and I'm looking at some of the players that are available, and amazingly enough, Ed Oliver is the first name that pops to mind seeing the top of the list. But Ed Oliver, I mean, for one, they have him ranked 16th, so he is still on the board with this pick. Uh, for uh, for perspective's sake, the mock draft so far, the first 15 picks were Nick Bosa to the Cardinals, Josh Allen to the 49ers, DK Metcalf to the Jets. Uh, yeah, we know Metcalf's stock is going to skyrocket after that 4-3-3 40-yard dash. I mean, how impressive was that? Uh, so Metcalf to the Jets, Devin White 
to the Raiders at four, Quinn and Williams to the Bucks at five, Jawan Taylor to the Giants at six, TJ Hawkinson to the Jaguars at seven, uh, Rashawn Gary to the Lions at eight, Andre Dillard to the Bills at nine, Kyler Murray goes number 10 in this mock to the Broncos, Jonah Williams to the Bengals at 11, Packers took Montez Sweat. Dolphins took Dwayne Haskins at 13. Falcons take Brian Burns at 14. And Cody Ford to the Redskins at 15. And obviously, you know, a lot of things can happen, but uh, Brian Burns has been, definitely been impressing a lot of people so far. He could go top 10. Um, but like I said, I'm, I'm intrigued by the fact that Ed Oliver is still here on the board. And I mean, it, I, I just can't pass it up. Ed, if Ed Oliver is still on the board at 16 for the Panthers, I would sprint to the board for him because, I mean, you're. We've seen the. We've seen the comparisons, or we've heard the comparisons to Aaron Donald, obviously, and and the way Ed Oliver measured at the combine certainly helps him. Uh, he came in at about 290, so. Easy replacement for Dontari Poe down the line. So Ed Oliver will go with him at 16. And so we're running now through through the draft on our way to pick number 47 in round two. And now we are on the clock and looking at some of the players on the board. We've got Daniel Jones. Uh, at least among the top players, Daniel Jones, Dexter Lawrence, Mac Wilson, Greg Little, Ja'Kai Polite. Uh, Polite definitely hurt himself a little bit at this combine. There was, you know, we've, we've heard a lot of buzz as far as first round pick leading up to this combine, but uh, his 40 yard dash wasn't the greatest. Uh, you know, it sounds like he, because I, I had already left by the time uh, before the defensive lineman took the media podiums. But a lot of accounts say that his interviews or his uh, his media presence wasn't the greatest, and then the forty yard dash was pretty bad. So probably going to slip a little bit. But that being said, uh, he's not a bad option here in the in the second round. But Greg Little is also still on the board, and the Panthers, I think, definitely need to address offensive tackle at some point with uh, Matt Khalil and Daryl Williams. Definitely question marks, or definitely question marks. Uh, Yadni Kahust is still on the board here, too. Caleb McGarry out of Washington, David Edwards, and Michael Dieter out of Wisconsin. So there's a lot of tackle options here. And I think that's the way we're going to go here. I think we've we've got to hit both off or both lines here. Uh, the question is, which tackle do we go with? Because I think a lot of the because if we check the interior board right now, interior offensive line, uh, the best player is Drew Samia of Oklahoma, and then Ben Powers of Oklahoma. So I think we can wait a bit on interior if we're going to attack that. But I think we've got to bring in uh, an offensive tackle. And I think, you know, he he kind of disappointed a little bit himself at the combine, but um, 
sec like like with polite i think second round is a solid spot where there won't be a lot of pressure on him and you know even if you do have matt khalil one more year it gives him a little bit of time to develop so i think we're going to go with greg little here at number 47 uh let him develop a bit uh and if, if things work out, he can step into the draft or step into the field a little sooner than expected. But I think having that time to develop behind Moten and Khalil is uh, is going to be pretty big for him. So so far, two picks in. We've got Ed Oliver, the defensive tackle out of Houston, and Greg Little, the offensive tackle out of Mississippi. We'll take a quick break, come back, and we'll dig into the middle of the draft, starting with two. Two picks in round three. Listening to Locked On Panthers podcast with me, Bill Rossetti. We'll be right back. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. And Bill Rossetti back with you guys here on this Mock Draft Monday. We're running through a live Mock Draft, courtesy of the Draft Network. Of course, the Draft Network, Kyle Krabs, Joe Marino, uh, John Ledyard, Trevor Sikama, Ben Solak, uh, Brad Kelly. They all do a fantastic job. I uh, was fortunate to get to see all the guys. Well, unfortunately, Brad could not make it, but everybody else from the Draft Network was there. Very glad I got to see them. Obviously, Kyle and Joe with the Draft Dudes, John and Trevor with the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Go check them out because they've got all your info on the draft. But we are back here. It is round three, and of course, the Panthers have two picks here in round three. They have their original pick, which is number 77 overall, and then they have uh, pick number 100 in round three, that was the compensatory pick that they got from Andrew Norwell signing with the Jaguar. So we've already addressed the two lines. We could go after interior offensive line if we want to as well. Uh, but looking at the rankings, uh, the, the highest prospect ranked is actually Ross Pierschbacher of Alabama, number 151. So I think we can wait on interior, but we did at least address offensive line a little bit. Uh, and we've touched defensive line, uh, but we can certainly get some edge if we want to as well. And looking at some of the edge guys, uh, DeAndre Walker of Georgia, LJ Collier of TCU, Zach Allen of Boston College. But I'm also seeing Ben Bonogu of TCU, and he really impressed with some of his uh, athleticism on the field. And I think he's definitely a guy that... He definitely seems like a guy that has a lot of intrigue, a lot of upside, uh, you know, and, and just the athletic ability. So I, so I think that's the way we're going to go to uh, address the the edge position here. Get another, get another guy in there, especially with Peppers gone. So we'll go with Ben Bonogu, defensive end out of TCU. So that's the first of our two third round picks. And now we're coming up to pick number 100, which again is the uh, compensatory pick that they got. 
So we've addressed line, we've addressed offensive line, we've addressed defensive line. Uh, of course, we can still still use interior help, maybe a wide receiver. Uh, let's let's look at the wide receivers. You know who's available right now. You got uh, JJ Arcega, Whiteside. You got Michael Hardman, Dylan Mitchell, Antoine Wesley. Jacoby Myers is on the board, and I tell you what, I got a chance to talk a little bit with Myers at the Combine, and I asked him, who do you model your game after? Uh, I He mentioned, because I had asked him if he met with the Panthers, and he said he did, uh, or actually he said he had one coming up with the Panthers, and I said, do you kind of model your game uh, after DJ Moore, or who do, who do you model your game after? He said, well, I, I won't model after DJ Moore because he's fresh, but I, he said he models his game here. He likes to compare himself to guys like Jarvis Landry, Keenan Allen, and Chad Johnson. And I, I found that really intriguing, especially even just uh, Keenan Allen and Jarvis Landry, because Myers is like right in the middle, uh, measurement wise, between Allen and Landry. Uh, but haven't being a little bigger than Landry, but able to work the slot like he did at NC State. But he showed he can work a little bit outside and um, being a little smaller than Keenan Allen. If you get that kind of combo out of Jacoby Myers, I think you're, uh, I think you're looking at a really intriguing prospect. And uh, he, you know, he caught a lot of balls at NC State, uh, even with playing with a guy like Kelvin Harmon. Uh, so to bring in a, a guy like Myers. With guys like DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel, I think is definitely an interesting option. And I think uh, just the way you're building playmakers on this offense, I think that would be really fun to watch. So I think that's the way we're going to go here. Right? We're going to go with Jacoby Myers, wide receiver out of North Carolina State. And that now takes us into round four, pick number 115. Overall, so again to recap, we've got Ed Oliver, we've got Greg Little, we've got Ben Bonogu, and we've got Jacoby Myers. So now we're at round four, number one fifteen overall. Uh, if we look again at the interior offensive line, now a lot of the top guys have gone because um, actually the highest ranked player now on the predictive board in terms of interior offensive linemen, is number 212, Bunchy Stallings out of Kentucky. So, missing out on a lot of the top guys, but it's not it's not a huge deal because we saw Greg Van Roten play very well and be the only offensive player to play every snap on offense. Uh, and Ron Rivera expressed a lot of confidence in Tyler Larson, and being able to step up and take that center position. So it's not a huge deal that we don't have an interior guy right now. Uh, but looking at some other positions, you know, we we could go running back. Uh, you know, looking at some of those guys right now. David Montgomery is still on the board. Damien Harris, Devin Singletary, uh, Travion Williams. Ron Rivera talked about, and like we discussed the other day, Ron Rivera talked about, you know, possibly looking for a compliment to Christian Christian McCaffrey because he expressed a little bit of concern with the workload that McCaffrey had, and there's definitely some intriguing backs here for sure. Uh, you know, David Montgomery, a guy that 
a lot of people had this as the number one guy was uh you know had some buzz on them going into the season uh the, definitely feels like you know just because of the position value is gonna make some of these guys drop a montgomery's an intriguing guy williams is an intriguing guy uh even gaskin is still on the board higdon armstead there's there's a lot of a lot of intriguing names here and um i think I think with a lot of the names here, I think we can hold off on running back one more round and maybe revisit the position in round five. If we look at the safety position, too, because that's certainly going to be in an interesting position in terms of the competition that we could have opposite Eric Reed, uh, even to just kind of light a fire under Rashawn Galden. Uh, Mike Edwards is the top player on their board left out of Kentucky. Delvin Randall out of Temple. Evan Worthington out of Colorado. Sheldrick Redwine out of Miami. Uh, again, probably another position that you know maybe we can wait on. Uh, so if we look overall, you know this this could just be a position where we can maybe go best player available. You know, Ty, actually, the highest-ranked player right now on the board is Tyree Jackson out of Buffalo. The the question is, would the Panthers be willing to take a shot on a six foot seven quarterback, nearly six foot eight? You know, the size is kind of an issue. Uh, yeah, he, yeah, he's tall, but um, it's not always the greatest. Six, we we have, we've seen tall quarterbacks go. In the past, and some success, but it's kind of the uh, kind of the Brock Osweiler effect. Uh, just scrolling through, uh, Gerald, even at other position, you got guys like Gerald Willis on the board. Colleen Saunders is still on the board, but we—I don't think we really need to attack D line because we, we've already got Ed Oliver. Uh, but but Saunders is a guy that if they don't get a guy like Ed Oliver or don't attack D line early, Saunders is someone I'd be really intrigued by in uh, in the middle rounds. But I think looking at the looking through here, I think at least with the top guys that are available, I think maybe we will attack the running back position. Uh, you know, I'm looking at a guy like David Montgomery. He's the best back on the board, uh, 5'11", 216. Good, real good running back. Just It feels like Montgomery would be a solid, solid compliment. And, you know, we saw the way the Rams utilized two running backs in the playoffs. So I think we're going to – I think actually we will go ahead and attack running back. And we'll go with David Montgomery, the running back out of – Iowa State. So that gives us now Ed Oliver, Greg Little, Ben Bonogu, Jacoby Myers, and David Montgomery. We'll take a quick break, come back, and we will wrap this bad boy up with rounds five and six. We'll be right back here on LOP. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. 
If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And Bill Rossetti back with you guys to wrap up this mock draft Monday. We are back on the board. It is round five. Pick number 154. Again, we've attacked uh, both sides of the off, uh, both lines. You know, so we've attacked we've attacked uh, the trenches a little bit. We've got another receiver in Jacoby Myers, and we've got a compliment now to Christian McCaffrey in David Montgomery. So, you know, we're starting to hit a bit of our needs. Uh, probably could still attack interior offensive line at some point. Maybe bring in uh, safety, maybe even the linebacker. Linebacker's not really a position we talked about either. Uh, looking at the guys that are available there. Uh, you've got Trey Watson as the top available from Maryland, Chase Hansen out of Utah, Ben Burke-Curvin out of Washington, Deshaun Davis out of Auburn. Uh, so interesting, Trey Lamar, Trey Lamar and Khalil Hodge on the board here, and Sion Takitaki. A couple of guys that really have kind of improved their stock a little bit, really, really seem to have some buzz on them. Uh, those seem like a couple guys, especially if the Panthers go to a three, four, uh, even, even a guy like Hodge, who's just kind of, kind of a hard hitter, a uh, solid tackler, maybe, uh, you know, six, one, two thirty-five. someone they can maybe bring in there at one of the linebacker spots. Uh, so Hodge is intriguing to me. Taki Taki is very athletic. Uh, really, really improved his stock at the uh, at the Shrine Game and then the Senior Bowl. So I, I think we've got a, you know Jermaine Carter played well at the end of the season, and I think he's very likely going to take one of those starting spots. Uh, they they did they did just uh, resign uh, Jared Norris, I believe, to a uh, to a new deal. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, two, a new two-year deal for Jared Norris. But I think we could also bring in another linebacker, and um, you know, I'm I'm intrigued by Hodge, and uh, for a fifth-round pick, you know, maybe we could wait on him, but I'd rather just grab him now, make sure we have him, just get another kid in there at the linebacker spot. So Khalil. Khalil Hodge is the pick here at 154. And now we are on our way to round number six, which means we are entering the final pick of the mock drafts, right? The Panthers only have seven picks. The only round that they have multiple picks is round three. And again, no pick in round seven. So here we are, pick 187, the final pick of this mock draft. So we've Hit on O line, we've hit on D line, we've got a linebacker, we've got a receiver, we've got a running back. So we've kind of hit some of our needs. Uh, we'll look back at the safety position. Uh, Dakota Dixon out of Wisconsin, top guy on the board. Darius West out of Kentucky is available. Andrew Wingard of Wyoming, JoJo McIntosh out of Washington, Will Harris out of Boston College. They're the top guys there. And then 
you know, we could briefly touch on cornerback, though I don't think that's really a huge need. But you've got Savion Smith out of Alabama is the top available. Jordan Wyatt out of SMU. Tim Harris out of Virginia. Jimmy Moreland, who was another guy that kind of impressed during the Shrine game and got the call up to the Senior Bowl out of James Madison and Jamal Peters out of Mississippi State. They're the top guys. Uh, but I, I don't really think you need to worry too much about cornerback. I think Bradbury should be okay. Uh, Corn Elder, I like him in the nickel, and especially with Captain Munderland gone. Corn Elder could get a shot to get to see more snaps uh, in the in the slot. So I'm not really worried about corner, uh, though I, I do think we can maybe touch on safety. You know, at this point, you're, you're likely just bringing in guys that'll look for reps or you know look for uh, look for practice reps, kind of battle with uh, with Rashawn Golden. And there's a couple couple names I'm looking at here: Darius West out of Kentucky and JoJo McIntosh out of Washington. And Washington actually seems intriguing. Uh, Actually, looking at Ben Solak's report right now, uh, likes his size at 6'1", 220, good hard-hitting safety. But he does say he's not a consistent tackler. But for a sixth-round pick, you know, and possibly a, a special teamer, I think we'll add another body to the safety spot and we'll go with McIntosh. So that'll be the final pick. And we'll just let the... Let the mock draft run through just just to see out of curiosity to who Mr. Irrelevant will be in this mock. But a, the final result, Ed Oliver, defensive tackle, Houston at number 16. Greg Little, offensive tackle, Mississippi at number 47. Ben Bonogu, edge, TCU at number 77. Jacoby Myers, NC State, wide receiver at number 100. David Montgomery, Iowa State running back at number 115. Khalil Hodge, Buffalo linebacker at number 184. And JoJo McIntosh, safety out of Washington at number 187. And, and for the record, the uh, if it'll let me go back here, trying to see who Mr. Irrelevant is, uh, but looking like we're having a bit of an issue with the with the software right now but at least we got the Panthers picks in and there you go that's the first mock draft Monday in the books hope you guys enjoyed it uh, of course you guys can do this yourselves all you have to do is just go to the draftnetwork.com find the mock draft machine and build your own big board you can even incorporate your big boards into the mock draft machine so there's just so many ways that you can do it and you can draft for any team as many teams as you want i you know, theoretically if you really wanted to you can sit and do your own full seven round mock by yourself picking every single team by by yourself if you really wanted to all 254 picks uh, but go check out the draft network they do a fantastic job there so with that, we're going to get out of here. Thanks so much for watching, or, well, listening. You can't really watch a podcast, but uh, thanks for listening to the podcast. As always, appreciate the support. Remember, 
Uh, you can listen in your car with your smart speaker if you so have one. All you have to do is tell your smart speaker to play podcast, whatever podcast you choose to listen to, other than this one, of course, because I certainly hope uh, you're already telling your speaker to listen, especially if you're listening to me talk about this right now. But uh, in any event, appreciate it, guys. And we will see you next time right here on LOP. Until then, take care, my friends. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.